Ladies and gentlemen, we do thank you very much for your attention, and now we invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the takeoff. The captain has made tower communications available. My name is Aviva. Hi, this is Leah. We're co-organizers of the local Washington, D.C. chapter of Podcast Brunch Club. And together we curated the playlist for this month's theme of Wonderlust. So, Leah, what moments resonate for you that bring to mind Wonderlust? So this theme really resonated with me for a lot of reasons. I certainly have a chronic case of wanderlust, which I think of as just a love of travel, a love of exploration, going to new places. And it really started, you know, when I was born. I'm an army brat. I moved around the United States for my entire childhood um, until I went off to college. We lived in a different place every three years. So traveling for me is 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 great for so many reasons. I think it's good for the soul. It's kind of therapy. I love meeting new people. I enjoy getting to know my travel companions a little bit more. I have actually traveled on my own. I know that was one of the themes in some of the podcasts we chose. So I think there's just so many benefits and there's so many reasons that that people travel. Aviva, I know that you just recently went to Germany, which was a pretty personal trip. Yeah, actually this past May, I planned a trip to Germany going through the centuries old villages in the Hessen province. And I had spent about two years uh, researching thoroughly my genealogy of my paternal side. It was in Berlin though, that I stumbled across an art exhibit called Wanderlust. I just found that to be the most empowering moment. It captured that moment of exploration and being that like it was an art exhibit, just having that against that landscape really set the stage for my genealogical exploration and gave me that enthusiasm to journey to the towns that I had planned to visit. So Aviva, I know you've also traveled solo in Europe, just like I did. Yeah, I think it was the fall in 2012 where I had planned a multi-city trip within Belgium and the Netherlands. And I befriended a German tourist there. We just had spent the day together. We started on a canal trip. We hung out at a cafe and we bonded even though there was a clear language barrier. We bonded as explorers. And there's something about meeting people when you travel. It's just so unique. Definitely. I know. And it really gives you a great new perspective on your home when you come back. And mm -hmm. this year I mentioned I went to Israel and Jordan. Um, I actually went with my husband who was working in Tel Aviv. And so I went to Jordan on my own which was a different experience for me. I don't have a lot of experience traveling around the Middle East. And so I was a little intimidated. And it, it was just reminded me how great it is to travel on my own because, you know, I, I was forced to talk to the other people on my group instead of just talking to my travel companion, which I'm apt to do when I'm with somebody who I'm very, very comfortable with. But, you know, just in that one day going to Petra, which was this amazing archaeological site, it was just so awe-inspiring. But I also met these, you know, amazing folks, especially there was another woman traveling alone. She was from South Africa, from Cape Town. And so just talking to her a little bit about her travels and her experiences traveling alone. That's great. All right. Well, we had a great 
great time curating this list and we really hope everybody enjoys the podcast that we chose and please enjoy your August podcast brunch club Welcome meeting. Welcome to the air traffic system. You'll find that on Hey, this is Micah from Human Nature, and one of my favorite places I've visited is Quebec, Canada. I'm half European, half American, and I've lived on both continents, and so Quebec feels like it brings together the best of both of those worlds. On the one hand, you have hundreds of years old history and culture with fabulous music and art and architecture and food. Oh my gosh, the food. And on the other hand, there's access to huge and amazing natural areas with lakes and forests and moose crossing signs and whales and seals. Plus, the showers and toilets are normal for Americans. So it really is the best of both worlds. Hey, everyone. I'm so glad we got to hear from Aviva and Leah from our DC chapter. They did such a great job curating the podcast listening list for us on Wanderlust. You can find the playlist at podcastbrunchclub.com slash wanderlust. And I'm here with Sarah De Silva, my co-host on the podcast and founder of Audible Feast. Hello. Hey. Hey. So what did you think of the the list this month? Well, at first, when I, I heard the theme was going to be wanderlust, I thought, I don't know if I really have a lot of wanderlust. I love to travel, but I'm not, I'm, I don't feel like I'm you know, like constantly like wishing like, oh, I really want to travel here or there. I mean, I have like places that I'd really like to go, but I think of Wanderlust as more like outside the US type of Wanderlust, but there's so many places here that I want to go too. Like when we would take trips when I was a kid, we always went places in the US and road trips. And I feel like Mm -hmm. we just saw so many like cool places, like the rolling hills in West Virginia. And that's probably not going to appear on most people's (laughs) bucket list but like that was like that was really cool for me to yeah see this these places so yeah relatively in the world they're so close to where i'm i lived and that was really cool but i would say though after listening to the playlist i think i'm much more interested in especially like traveling alone that really appeals to me a lot to just take a trip yeah not necessarily something super long but just explore by myself and do I don't know. It just seems very like I'm I'm an introvert, so I like my al- alone time. But just yeah. explore something, just me. It just sounds really awesome. Yeah, I've done it a couple of times. It is awesome. It takes a little bit of getting used to, and it's funny. I think I think the same thing. Like when I think of wanderlust, I think of international travel, and I spent a lot of my twenties and part of my thirties traveling a lot. Um, at one point, I even filled my passport. I had to get extra pages. Mm, that's but, awesome. Um, yeah, it was it was awesome, but it was exhausting, you know. Like, um, and I talked about this a little bit with my in my interview with Willow Belden from Out There, which should be on the podcast feed. If it's not now, it will be soon. About how you know it's just such a different. I, I mean, I just was exhausted, you know, like you have to think about and especially the places I was going, I was going for work and I was working in international development. So we were going to I was going to developing countries. And so I'd always have to be like going to the travel clinic to get my immunizations, making sure I was getting my malaria pills and whatever other pills I needed to like fight off the diseases that I had no immunity to. And I had to think about currency and how I was going to get money out and, you know, whether my bank card was going to work and whether they were going to take credit cards where I went. And 
like just all of that. And then, you know, just the travel part itself, just being on a plane that long. Right. And so when I came back and I actually... Um, I lived in Ethiopia for a year just before I moved back to Chicago. I was living in DC at the time. And I like swore to myself, I was like, I'm not traveling internationally anymore unless there's a thing that I'm going for, like a person that I'm visiting or a wedding I'm going to or something that like there's a reason for me to go. I'm sticking to the United States. I, there's so much to see in my backyard mm-hmm. that I want to see. And so I had this whole list of places I wanted to go. I wanted to go to the Grand Canyon. So I did that. I did it by myself. I I flew into Phoenix, drove up to Sedona, stayed there for a night, then drove up to the Grand Canyon, stayed there for a night, came back down. I went to Savannah and Charleston with a friend, um, dying to go to Seattle and Vancouver. Like there's just so many places. I want to do these like little mini road trips around different regions of the United States. I'd have no desire to do one giant road trip that's like there's a lot of nothing right in the middle, you know, (laughs) (laughs) a lot of cornfields that I just I've seen enough cornfields living in Illinois that I don't need days and days of cornfields. But yeah, traveling alone, you learn a lot about yourself, but it's also like, it's interesting. You have to learn how to really understand what you want and what you need and not having to answer to anybody else. Because I think, especially you as a mom, you know, of two small kids, that would probably be hard for you to be like, what do I want to do? Yeah. It you know? just sounds awesome though. Like I, I it sounds like a uh, very appealing like so the cornfield thing doesn't bother me at all I totally want to go to I, I totally want to drive from here to my parents house in Minnesota hi this is Chloe Salmon I'm an associate producer from the moth and a favorite trip that I have taken um, I stayed in the south of France doing a work away which is this community where you can go on this website and basically um, it's an exchange site where uh, people have projects that they need doing around their house and people kind of put in to volunteer on that in exchange the host will give you a place to stay and feed you as well so I did a work away at this bed and breakfast in a town called Riberac and it was just a really great experience because I was there for a week and really got to know the people who I was helping and also their friends. And I had a lot of really great experiences, I think, just because instead of flitting from place to place, I stayed somewhere for a little bit longer and really made some human connections. So I asked the community a couple of questions about the theme. And one question was, what's a favorite place that you visited? And the other question was, what's at the top of your bucket list? So before we hear from the community, have you given these questions any thoughts? Yes. I think my favorite place that I visited, and of course, there's some sentimental stuff attached to it. My favorite place that I visited in the world is Budapest. Mm. It's where I got engaged. So you know that adds a little extra, um, you know, something to it. But it was just like a, it's just a really cool, like easily accessible city. There's public transportation. It's very walkable. There's so much really cool history. There's really great museums there. And it's just, I don't know. I felt like the people were super, super nice there. Hungarian is like a very difficult language to understand or Mm -hmm. speak. But Mm -hmm. people were just so nice. Um, So that was probably my favorite place I've been. And on my bucket list, I really want to go to South America. Mm-hmm. You know, my husband is from Brazil, so I'm sure we will go there. We're planning to take the kids 
sometime in the next couple of years. But I want to go, you know, to some less less traveled places too. He's always yeah. worried about safety. And, yeah. you know, as, talking about traveling alone, that's one thing he's mm. very concerned about. But yeah, I want to go to Brazil and lots of other places mm. in South America. I'm going to go to Argentina also. Yeah, for me, um, it's really been on my mind lately because I follow, you know, National Geographic on Instagram and I was looking at their pictures and I was like, oh, Petra. Petra and Jordan. Oh, Yeah. It's like, oh my God, it's it, Indiana Jones was filmed there. It's like, it's like this <laughs> temple that's just like carved into the mountain, into this red mountain. And if you look at pictures, I mean, you're just like, oh, that looks like kind of like a, almost like a sand castle, but carved in. And then you look at the people that are in the picture and they're like tiny little ants on the, this huge. And, the, and it's not just that one temple. I think like the picture, you know, that's the sort of quintessential picture of Petra. It's a whole town like there's a amphitheater there that you know they used to I guess watch whatever and then there's little homes with like windows and streets that you can walk down and it's just like it's seriously fascinating it's mm-hmm. so amazing that sounds awesome yeah it's amazing and I feel like I already talked about my bucket list like my bucket list is all these little like mini regional road trips around in the U.S. I want to mm-hmm. I think next might be Seattle Vancouver that whole north the northwest region yeah but i posed these questions to our facebook group which everybody should join by the way and we got some great answers and sarah and i are going to read some of those for you guys so aisha from our chicago chapter said she just visited spain in the spring of 2017 and it was her favorite place that she's visit visited and she said that she's not really sure why that it probably has something to do with her being there for the first time that she traveled by herself internationally And this was like the first vacation, proper vacation that she's done by herself and made her more comfortable traveling independently. So it was like a cool response because, you know, we talked about solo travel or the podcast from Willow Belden on the Out There podcast was talking about solo travel. Yeah, that that her comment especially made me think about traveling alone even more. It's like just one more confirmation that it can be done. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Shannon said that she has extreme wanderlust. Um, (laughs) So, and I think quite a few people that responded to this question said, oh my gosh. Or even when we said that this was going to be the theme, they said, oh yeah, I, oh, I'm, I'm, I have such wanderlust. I want to go everywhere. So Shannon said um, one of her favorite places was Luang Prabang in Laos. And she also finds, she said, I find myself returning to Japan and Thailand and always enjoying new aspects of them and the food there, of course. And she also said she got to check some things off of her bucket list. This year, she went to Tibet and to Cuba. That's awesome. And another person that gave us a comment was Milagros, who said, I visited Mongolia in 2016, and it was incredible. And... Also would like to travel to Argentina. So maybe we can go there. Yeah. And I should mention that Shannon is our chapter leader in Shanghai. And I mean, this woman, she does have extreme wanderlust. She and her (laughs) husband are just like living the dream of traveling to all these places. She, they both have jobs where they can work remotely. So they'll spend, and they're not like the, they're not the tourist travelers. They're like the, I'm going to go to this place and live there for a few years. And then we're going to go to another place. So I think they lived in Spain for a few years. Now they're living in Shanghai. I know she's considering the next place that they're going to live, potentially South America. And where 
wherever she goes, I'm like employing her that she needs to start another podcast brunch club chapter there. So we might have another international podcast brunch club chapter. Pia from our Minneapolis chapter said, my favorite place is Boston. I've been obsessed with the city all my life. I went to school there and I still obsess. The place I'm dying to go is Maine. I love the show Murder, She Wrote. (laughs) And though the show is technically filled in Mendocino, I still love to find my inner Jessica Fletcher along the coast of Maine. And then has the nerdy smiley. I love that. I know. It just like, (laughs) this one cracks me up. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's like TV and, you know, just can give you wanderlust. Yes. And totally. My friend Christine here in Houston, she also responded something related to that. She said she's um, she and her husband, they recently went to St. Augustine, Florida, and she was telling me about this trip. She just had like an amazing time there. And she said, you have to go there. It's so cool. There's so many good tours that you can go on. It's so walkable. Hmm. But then she said, my heart longs to see Cornwall, the White Cliffs of Dover, and many other places in the UK I've read about for years. And I know she's also a huge Downton Abbey fan. And um, oh, yeah, so it's interesting how the stuff we watch and the things we read about, I think for me, even reading about things way more than watching things gives me that wanderlust feeling. It's like a really good writer can really describe something. I think the same is probably true for podcasts. The words that describe a place are something that create a picture for me rather than seeing a picture and then wanting to go there. Like for me, I think it's more hearing some very descriptive words about a place. That is what makes me want to travel somewhere. Yeah, totally. So let's hear from some more people in the community who sent in audio comments about Wanderlust. So I'm Willow Belden. I am the host of Out There, which is a podcast that explores big questions through personal stories in the outdoors. And if there's one place that's sort of really on my bucket list, my dream list to go, this is almost sort of more an an adventure than one specific place. But I would love to hike the northern part of the Continental Divide Trail. So um, the Continental Divide Trail is it's a long distance hiking trail that goes all the way from Mexico to Canada through the Rocky Mountains, like along the Continental Divide. And I did a similar long distance trail, although not as long, a few years ago. And I just would really love to, well, a couple of things. I'd really love to kind of get that feeling of freedom, of being self-contained, of getting back to just being on the time frame of the mountains, which sounds kind of cheesy, but you just kind of get up when the sun gets up and you walk all day and you think about whatever you want to think about and then you go to bed at night. Like it's kind of lovely. So I'd love to get back into that headspace. So that's been, that's sort of on my bucket list. It's probably a ways down the road because it's like over a thousand miles and it takes a really long time to walk that far. So that's something to you know put on the list for when I can clear a few months one day but um, it's definitely on my dream list this is Ronnie from the podcast ending pending about 10 years ago I got the opportunity to visit Japan one day we hiked up Mount Fuji with a really awesome tour guide leading the way at one point he had us close our eyes and place our hands on the shoulder of the person in front of us We blindly marched single file and the tour guide instructed us to turn out. 
He told us to open our eyes, and we saw a forest of green trees and the neighboring stumps burnt by decades of volcanic activity. Pretty impressive. But then the tour guide told us to turn around, and we saw the most amazing sight the Fuji Crater. It expanded 200 yards wide and seemed like it was just as deep. We all carefully climbed down into this very peaceful hole dug deep into the side of the very high point of the mountain. I still think back on it as my favorite place in the world. But now, because this is always how every podcast brunch club meeting ever goes, we are going to diverge and talk about our recommendations. What else have we been listening to? Yeah. And Sarah, I know that you just recently put out a newsletter. So I want to hear about the newsletter and what you found last month. Yeah. So this is a good time to remind everybody about that. My newsletter comes out every other week or so. It's just kind of an addition from my, it's additional content beyond what I put on my website. And I tend to be a little bit more um, editorial in my comments. But in this newsletter that just came out yesterday, I want to talk about a couple shows that are new that I've been really enjoying. The first one is Bodies, and it is from the KCRW Independent Producer Project, which has just put out so many amazing projects. Like Here Be Monsters is part of that. Hmm. There's the organist is part of that. It, it's just there's so many good independent producer efforts that have come out through KCRW that it's always a go to for me when I'm looking for new stuff to listen to. Well, pretty much I listen to all the stuff that they have, but I always get excited when there's something new. So bodies is about there's only one episode out so far. So we'll see, you know, what the other topics are throughout the season. But the show is about questions that people have about their bodies and they want to get an answer. They haven't been able to get an answer um, and they want to find out something about their body. So the first episode was the host herself, the host and producer herself, Alison Berenger, and she wanted to find out um, why sex hurts for her. And hmm. it was really, really good. It was just so, like it was kind of like, equal parts, you know, personal diary type of, you know, uh-huh. narrative. Yeah. But she also talked to her mom. So it was a, a little bit about relationships. And it was just like so tender. She, she told her mom, you are a really good mom. You know, I appreciate everything you did for me. But I want to know why didn't we talk about this more? Or, you know, why hmm. didn't we talk about that sex should feel good for a woman as well as for a man? Oh, I was just like... It was just so beautiful. And then, of course, because it's about her body, she also talks to a doctor. So it was just really, really well done. It's really interesting premise. And I'm excited to hear what else, you know, comes out from this. It's kind of like storytelling about your body. (laughs) You should understand your body, you know. Yeah, I'm going to subscribe right now. You always have such good recommendations. (laughs) Thanks. It's a, that one's a good one. I also have been enjoying The Realness. So this is put out in conjunction with Only Human, with the, the host yeah. of Only Human, Mary Harris. Okay. The podcast is about the rapper Prodigy and his illness of sickle cell anemia that he suffered from throughout his life and ultimately caused his death. And 
it talks about his rap career, but also about the sickle cell anemia. And I think at first glance, you might think like, how are those two related? Right. But they, they weave it together. And it's really cool to learn about sickle cell anemia, something I don't know that much about. And I think a lot of people don't know much about, which they talk about in the podcast about why this is kind of not a well understood or well talked about disease. But then there's also this awesome like soundtrack to the to the show. Like there's all this great music and they interview other rappers that worked with him and it's just really cool. It's just a different show. So that's from WNYC Studios and um another great network. Yes. And I think there are five episodes out right now. I haven't refreshed today to see if there were any new ones and I'm not sure how long it is, but it's a perfect binge listen. Um we're recording in the beginning of August, so um, I'm not sure. There might be some more episodes out by the time we uh, publish. Yeah, I think I listened to the first episode of that one. It was really good. I think, though, that I, I heard it. I think Only Human is featuring other podcasts right now on their feed because I just listened yes. to another series by them by a different podcast that just finished up. Right. And now they're featuring this one. So yes. if you're already subscribed to Only Human, it should be in your feed. Which right. It's another great, Only Human is a great, a great podcast. Yeah, I know. I was kind of wondering what was going on with Only Human for a while, because when it first came out, I think it was maybe two years ago that it came out. I was totally into it. I was listening to it every week. And then it kind of went silent for a long time. So I wonder if, you know, they're kind of filling in these gaps in anticipation of putting out some original Only Human content coming soon. I don't know. We'll have to see if, if anybody on the in the audience knows yeah. anything about the Only Human feed. What's going on with that? Would love to know. So I think we're going to wrap up now. Thank you so much, Sarah, for being my co-host and having such great recommendations. I always appreciate those. You should all go and subscribe to Sarah's newsletter like right now. Go to audiblefeast.com. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E-F-E-A-S-T.com and go subscribe to her newsletter. She really gives a lot of her podcast some great thoughts. She listens to many, many episodes before she writes them up. And if you want to join Podcast Brunch Club, go to podcastbrunchclub.com. You can join in person. You can join our Facebook group. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow Audible Feast on Twitter, you know, Instagram, all that stuff, all the good stuff. So thank you. Great to talk to you, Sarah. All right. Talk to you soon. Hey everyone, this is Steve. I'm the leader of the Minneapolis chapter of the Podcast Brunch Club, and I'm here with a little housekeeping. Most importantly, be sure to rate and review the Podcast Brunch Club podcast on your podcast player of choice. It helps us out a lot. The music you heard today is downloaded from freemusicarchive.org, and this episode featured music from Ketza with their song Starwalk, and Misael Ghana with Paradise. Podcast Brunch Club is organized by Adela, our leader and all-around superstar, Adela's co-host on the podcast is Sarah DeSilva, the leader of the Houston chapter of the Podcast Brunch Club and founder of Audible Feast. Lastly, audio editing is done by me, Stephen Zampanti. You can connect with me on my website, conceptualpodcasting.com. Thanks and happy listening.